Good evening, my Rabbi Sai, and we'll Bezer Hashem finish up the 14th Cheshben over here, a wonderful Cheshben, starting with the fact that we have to contemplate when we have experiences of Ava towards people, we have to try to direct that and channel that to the Ava we should have for Kodesh Baruch Hu, for all of the goodness and benevolence that he has towards us all the time. And then he digressed into a, a new topic, a new conversation within this Cheshben, that we have to be careful not to get caught in the clutches of the Yitzhahara. And the Yitzhahara has an interesting program. He starts slowly, he encroaches, he gets comfortable, and then he builds his Mechitza's barrier and builds a fortress around the heart of a person to the point where he blocks out the sun, blocks out the clarity of a person. So we'll pick it up again where we left off last night, that are the early sages, namely the Gemara, the sages of the Gemara, they explained the Maisai Yetzirah. How does the, what are the tricks, what is the, what is the scheme of the Yetzirah? In different stages, born out from Pesukim. But Amrei, we're not going to go through the whole story again with David Amelech, who took away the lone sheep from his neighbor. But at that posseg, So the, the Gemara says, At first, the Yetzar is called someone who just goes. He goes about. Then he's called a guest. What does that mean? So let me just uh, tell you what Rashi says. Rashi Mesekta Sukkah says, like, this is a Gemara in Sukkah on Dafe, where Nun Bezam and Bez says the Gemara, at first he's called Ohelech. Rashi says, He's just passing through. He passes by, you know, the drive-through. He just passes by the person. He doesn't become a guest over there. He doesn't check into the hotel to the house. If you allow the Yetzirah to just pass by, and you start a conversation with him, and you say, Oh, uh... You're, I have no problem talking to you. I have no problem listening to you. Oh, once that happens, what happens next? The Gemara says it's an oireach. Oireach says Rashi achsanoi. Now he's already a guest. Oh, he's a guest. He starts using your towels. He starts using your room. He sleeps in your room in your house. Well, now he's already achsanya. Once you allow him to go further, he becomes the ish. Rashi says balabais. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. The Yetzirah's scheme is, I'm going to start slowly with the person. I'm just going to mention an idea. I'm going to put an idea in his house, in, in his head. Put an idea in his head. And if we don't right away block it out, right away while it's a, a thin thread like the spider web when it's first spun, we don't knock it away, blow it away when it's easy, then it stays there. And then the Yetzirah says, oh, he already he's having conversations with me. That's great. I'm going to go push my luck. And then he becomes an Ireach. Then he becomes already a guest. Oh, now he's a guest already. When he's a guest, when he's a guest, so then all of a sudden, he's now 
part of our household. Yeah, okay, but he's only a guest. He's a, he's still. I'm still in charge. I tell him where he can go, what he can, when he can eat. I'm still in charge. But if if we allowed him in there, he waits for his opportunity, and then he becomes the balabayas. And now he's already controlling. Now he's in charge. Now he calls the shots. The 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 marshal, the brilliance of the marshal, of the of the chazal. That is the that's what goes on. That's what happens with the Yetzirah. Until we sometimes we feel, you know what? I'm not in control anymore. The Yetzirah is just telling me to do this. Is if he's picking me up and he's like carrying me over to do this Avera. What happened over here? I'm I'm supposed to be the one. That's what happens if we let in the Yetzirah too much. It can go to that point. Now, person always has the opportunity to grab hold of himself. Usually, it's when you hit rock bottom. Usually when you come to a point like, I can't believe, like, this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been doing. It's been slowly coming on, and I let the Yetzara get control of me. This is crazy. How can I do this? You finally get a hold of yourself. You take the Yetzara, and you kick him out of the house. That's it. You get rid of him. And that's through a process of tshuva, and charata, and vidui, and bakoshas mechila, like we explained from the Chavazovas and Sharat tshuva. And this is what David Amelok says right at the outset. First, don't even walk with the Rishon. Don't even walk with the Eitz of Rishon. That's the first step. Certainly, you don't want to stand with him. Because standing with him means you're ready, not just passing through and you're listening to his counsel, but you're standing and schmoozing with him. Because if you didn't, you didn't. If you allowed the first two stages, then he already sits together with you, and he gets control. and then Omad, and then Yoshav, and many different mishalim that we see. So therefore, the Chavos concludes: Think about it. Think about your nefesh. On this whole scenario over here, and similar to these things, how the Yetzara is able to get a hold of us, and make sure you get to a point where you can be saved. Because those people who don't even think about it, those people who don't even regard Musr, they don't even regard thinking about important things and where we're heading in life and does the Yetzirah have control of it or not and how we have to fight the Yetzirah those who don't even think about that of them it said they don't understand at all what the whole judgment is all about but those who seek out Hashem they understand everything doesn't mean they're perfect doesn't mean they don't always fail but they understand everything they understand what what is making them tick and where the Yetzirah gets a hold of them. That was the great Bali Musa. The great Bali Musa didn't, they were not 100% perfect, but they knew their weak points. They knew where they have to be careful. Like the famous Maitzah with Rabbi, Rabbi Shol Salanter. He was once in his room and someone came and the person just put his wallet down on the, on the, on the uh, desk and then he started leaving. And Rabbi Shol Salanter picked him up, he ran out. And they said, what's wrong? He says, it's Yichud. Yichud is usually referred to when a man is secluded in a private setting with a woman. So Rishon Salanta says, for me, with your money, that's Yichud for me. I don't want to be secluded. I don't want to have any temptation to take some of your money. 
So that's that's what makes a great balmuser. Not this. Oh, I'm fine. I'm not going to do anything. No, you run out before before you get to the situation. The balimuser they were in tune with themselves of when they don't want to fall into the trap of an isayin. So now let's just conclude with understanding how do these two themes, number one, expressing our avatar Hashem when we feel it from Hashem, and number two, don't get caught into the net of the, the web of the Yetzirah. How do these two things synthesize together? They seem to be two different ideas. So, what my Rebbe de Mashkiach said, what he explained is that really naturally a Yid has Ava towards Hashem. And when Hashem gives showers upon him goodness and blessing, he really wants to reciprocate. He really wants to show and express his Ava back and do more for Hashem and learn better and daven better and be kinder to people. That's what he wants to do. But the the Yetzirah has built a mechitza, has built a barrier around him, has built a a wall that because of that he's not able to, to, to bring out that Ava. He's not able to penetrate him that those thoughts were really are deep in him naturally has been blocked like the muscle of the sun being blocked. So that's one idea of how you connect these two and therefore the the uh, the Cheshman would be that try to make sure that when the when the the web is still weak and is still thin Knock it away. That's the idea that we've been discussing the last couple of nights. In other words, when the Yetzirah is still at a weak stage, and we know when that is. He's just trying to get some thought into our heads to do a certain thing, or be lenient somewhere, or go somewhere, or do something which may be a little bit on the fence. That's the point where it's easy at that point to, to stop it. That's when we have to stop it. But it could be another point as well, is that when a person feels that he already is in the clutches of the Yetzirah, if a person would be able to build up either before that or work on that at, at that moment to build up the Ava towards Hashem, then perhaps he can get to a point where even though the Yetzirah is indeed very strong and has built uh, this, this, uh, this thick barrier around him and the, he's become like a Balabayas over here, Perhaps what the Chavazov is saying is that one way to overcome that is to contemplate how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for the person and realize that Hashem has been so good to me and Hashem is always so good to me. And just contemplate the greatness of Hashem and what Hashem has done for the person and from there it should bring out a certain Ava that the person will have to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to say enough of this uh, Nudnik over here. Start don't stop listening to this Yetzirah. Let him get out of my house. I don't want him to be the Bala boss. I don't even want to be a guest in my house. I don't even want him to be passed by my house. So that idea of Ava would help hopefully get to the point to put a stop to that and get the, uh, get the person to realign himself and regroup uh, with his own self and his own nefesh to go weiter and even avoid this Hashem. It's a lifelong mission but we have ups and downs. As long as we're still fighting the battle, then we're still in it, and then we're on the right path. Agutanach, then Agutan Shabbos.